Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. It is me, Herschel J. Pinhead. That fucking idiot Sam is not here, so I'm taking over. Yes. And that means pain and pleasure for all. It's interesting that you're here on this episode. Explain your interest in why I am here, child. So, I'm not a child. Why do you laugh? I'm nearly 40. Compared to me. Who is eons old? Well, days old. What's crazy is that this is the summer songs episode. That's why I'm here. I love the summer. It seems like you would not like the summer. I love the summer. It's the only time. I can boil alive outside from sheer heat. I was gonna say I didn't think that you could even be in the sun. I love the sun. <laughs> Beach balls? The sand? The Beach Boys? The Beach Boys. Oh, I fucking love the Beach Boys. I used to hang out with, uh, God damn it, we did so many drugs. Brian Wilson? Yes, Brian Wilson. Did you lay in bed together for a while, too? For a long time. There was much pain and much pleasure between us. (laughs) Just kidding, guys. It's me. It's me. It's Sam. I'm doing an impression. You look like a head wound victim right now. (laughs) (laughs) The way you have that mask pulled up over just Uh. your head. Massive head wound, Sam. Sammy. Sammy. I had to take it off because uh, the snot, my nose was starting to like come out and soak into the nose portion of the mask. Well, I think that's what it's for, though, right? For soaking things up. I mean, that's what the nose does. It soaks up. I felt so much funnier when I was Herschel J. Pinhead. You were funnier. It was nice. <laughs> There's something about characters where you can just kind of fly and do your own thing. Especially when that character has you just pulling an entire mask over your face. So any facial expression you have means nothing. It doesn't matter. It was pulled off pretty well in the All voice. right, I'm back. Hey, everyone. What's That's going on? definitely not. Uh, the Is this case. not how it went before? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done. I'm having fun. All right. So My Herschel is gone now. because, of course, he can. He was lying because he's so evil. He's evil. Oh, whoa. Whoa, it came out. <laughs> he's evil. Oh, no. God fucking damn. He's like evil Knievel. <laughs> Michelle can attest that. King Diamond has not died. King Diamond in this world. has only not died. <laughs> King Diamond is literally most references now. Every day. It that gets come reference. out of you. It is. Uh, it's a glorious time. I now consider my life uh, PD in AD. Wait, wait, no. Uh, what is that? Petarded in. PD and AD. Pre-diamond and after-diamond. That's what my life is now. Were you going to make a bad, very offensive joke? I didn't make any jokes. Okay, all right. Well, it's good to be podcasting with you today, my wife. Yeah, we're here. I changed a wheel hub today. I was a man today. Turning bolts, and then I got it almost all together, and I looked down, and I saw this washer seal part that was supposed to be in there. And I debated with myself for like two fucking minutes at least. Does it need to be in there? You can probably get away with that. And then I knew I was all I would think about. If it's a seal, it needs to be there. It's not really a seal, but it might be a seal. If the it van hold me needs liquid in, I'll to tell you be that. kissed by a rose <laughs> on the grave, that seal needs to be there. I have a very vivid memory of a, Ooh. one of the Valerie's. Ah. The one, the, the more evil one. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> she, uh, 
she really liked Seal and she like had a crush on Seal. And then she saw an actual picture of Seal's face and saw all his like scars, which I don't even know what they are. Was it an accident or is it just acne? I have no clue. I don't remember. But I remember her being like, ew, <laughs> I didn't know he had all those scars on his face and totally got rid of the Seal crush. And I felt bad for that poor man with his beautiful singing voice on the Batman Forever? If you say so. Soundtrack? I think it was the one with Jim Carrey <clears throat> and uh, Tommy Lee Jones? Yes, Man. absolutely. Man. To me, it was just a song on the radio. It's a good song. I taped it off the radio. <laughs> of course you did. Those were the good old days. Man. So, Sam, what do you think with your dirty knees about... Uh, <laughs> Don't bring up my dirty knees. The summertime. On microphone. You have nasty, dirty knees. Here's, you look like you've been just kneeling in Like I've been working. Mud. In mud. In mud. Uh, what do I think about summer in general? Yes. What is your what is your review? I've got a of lot the of summertime. I've got a lot of emotions when I think for the summer. Oh, because first it it hits me like a, of course fun. I can you can go do outside more outside more. Uh, you know, golf especially now it's going to be nice and warm. Don't have to freeze my balls off just to go hit a ball. Uh, but as a ginger redheaded man, I also detest the summer. And much prefer seasons where I can wear a jacket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the summer is nice. It's nice to swim, especially since we got the pool, barbecues, blah, blah, blah. But sweatshirt I'll weather. always be a sweatshirt weather person. It's pretty nice. Because it's like the sun isn't just destroying you. You can go outside still. You can do stuff. I can go skate and not like... I could even take the jacket off then because usually I warm up when I fucking skate. But I still like the summer. It's it's essential. I wouldn't ever want to live somewhere like California where it's only summer. That sounds miserable. You know what I mean? When I say... Because I have a very... I have hated summer for a while. I don't hate weekends like this. We are recording on a weekend where the high is 80 the whole weekend. That is nice. Where it's yeah. like oh. in the 70s most of the right day. Right now it's, it's very nice. It's comfortable. The windows are open. The air doesn't need to be on. It's nice. And I would, I mean, if the air was on, it would be cooler than it is right now, but. Oh, yeah, but like. It's, <clears throat> when it's, it's nice, cool I can outside. handle it being a little warmer. Until like, you go outside and do shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also don't really do a lot in the sun in general. I've been doing a lot more in the sun recently since the job change. Oh, that's my life too now. Pre teepees. Job and after TP's job. I'm a free man, everyone. You're just no more body work for this. Uh, guy. You're total rolling graphics. Let's see how you much you like that when you're doing it full time. Oh, I already fucking hate it. Fucking hate it. No, you don't. Hey, Jimmy, I hope you're listening right now. I fucking hate so it. So back to my opinion about summer, please. I like I said, it kind of it depends on the day because scorchers can just eat my asshole. <laughs> yeah. Though I can I. I can I change, do I have to change my name to Scorcher? You, I mean, look at you. You don't have to change anything. Call me Scorcher. Oh, God. Call me Scorcher. Uh, Hello. I would definitely not let Herschel J. Penhead anywhere near my asshole. Well, I mean, you'd have to take some of the pins out to even get there. I, yeah, unless I want to be opened up entirely. He's going to take one of those knives and... It'd be like a blender. It'd be like I sat in a blender, (laughs) and I am not interested in that. Good to know. So the summer isn't always bad. Of course, it does open up 
more opportunities and things. I I like having the pool. Uh, yeah, there are more. The world just seems to kind of come alive more in the summertime, which is fine. And people seem to kind of calm down and go like, ah, summer. Because they're out of outside and they're getting their uh they're kind of working things out physically more instead of being kicked up inside from the sun since i guess it's essential vitamin d is good (laughs) i don't get enough of it let's be true and honest i sit inside most of the time so i i mean i don't hate everything about summer i agree cookouts are nice fireworks are nice one time um like, they don't need to go off every night for two to three weeks straight. No, we can just watch them once and go, oh, yeah, those are fun. Mm-hmm. See you again next year. Absolutely. And, but I, it is my least favorite season, truly. I also don't like being chilled to the bone. But if I had to choose, I would take 32 degree weather over 92 degree weather. I think I would, too. Because you could again, you just kind of bundle up, and you can be fine. And if you're moving around, you're more oh, comfortable. I've taken my jackets and stuff completely off, like out on the road when I've been skating, and it's been like 32, 40 degrees. Like you just fucking get hot. You can get hot doing shit. And there's a calm outside. Oh yeah. Because people are inside. They're inside and they're not doing anything. So, the world is much more fun for a guy like me when everyone's inside. And me as well. <laughs> so I, I like the things that keep people home more. That's where it, that's when I feel like I can and want to go out more. <laughs> yeah. Um <clears throat> But yeah, you can't you can't swim outside, you know, you can't I mean you, but you can do all kinds of things. You just kinda have to bundle up. So uh but summer you can only take so much off and then the sun will burn you and then you'll like welt up and have blisters and I mean the sun is crazy in the summertime. Yeah. Um so I figured what better way to, you know, get through because we're like we're halfway through the summer at this point. Good. and uh what better way to do this than to uh put together a collection of my favorite songs about summertime your favorite songs which i know i've been leaning into playlists a little more lately girl lately and playlist polly i well then that's usually more my style but i am i have decided that after this i'm going to take a break from playlists for a while and go back to only only actual albums for a while. Unless we do like a special episode, I think that's fine. But uh, I just kind of wanted to do something special. I think there are a lot of, even though I don't love summertime, there are a lot of good summertime songs. Can you please make your next playlist thing only songs called Wet Ass Pussy? There's got to be more than just one, right? I don't know. <laughs> Instrumental, 8-bit version. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't I don't know how the song goes. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Was that good? I actually wouldn't I would listen to that. There's guaranteed a fucking I'm a pretty big fan of that song. Who cares? So uh let's get into this list. I don't have my notes. Oh, no. Oh, notes. Where are they? I'll run and go get them like a hero. They are in the... uh, I think they're on the table in the main room. I'm so sorry. I forgot my notes. 
this happened a little quicker than I expected. And Sam was like, hey, you ready? And I was like, sure, just let me uh, go to the bathroom and do this. And it turns out I was not as ready as I thought. But Sam, thank you so much for being a team player. You are great. There's still Keith all over the top of this. All right. Okay. So let's uh, get this playlist started here with my trusty notes because... You know, it's nice to have notes sometime, and what better way to kick off the summer with a little song about, you'd think it, I mean, it We're sounds like it's sad, because yeah. it's, you know, blues, but this is not a sad song, and it's not a sad artist. Let's go ahead and listen to, that was hard to get out. <laughs> that was a weird thing. That, yeah, there was like a weird little like ting thing that happened in like the very roof of the back of my mouth that... Yeah, it was odd. There was like a fucking muscle glitch. I loved it. Okay, well, I'm sorry to kind of kill the momentum because I know everyone's so excited for what this first song is going to be. Let's get to the coolest guy of summertime. Here's Summertime Blues by Alan Jackson. I've always thought of him as Mr. Cool. Yeah! Shicky dang darn, everybody! All right, so this is actually originally a rockabilly song. By Eddie Cochran. This song was written in 1958, but it was released by Sir Alton Alton Jackson. Alton Jackson? I can't talk. Jesus. Oh, I thought I was going to say his name was really Alton and he changed it to Alan. (laughs) He doesn't have a very good deep voice, by the way. It was perfect. Nah, I don't think it's deep enough. I, I have reached a point in my life where I really wish this was country on the radio that I heard because... Because this is better. This is so much better than the country I hear now. That's why people talk about the '90s. The '90s country is revered as being like a some golden time good country. Yeah, I mean, because it's still like a little poppy, yeah, oh, but it's, it's not fully pop. It's still more country than pop. It still wants you to dance. But this song, uh, Alan Jackson released this in our favorite year of music, 1994. <laughs> nice. Um. What was I going to say? Is Alan Jackson the guy that was on the uh, truck stop mural? Yes. <laughs> we have a truck stop near our town that at one point had this big, like, 9-11 Alan Jackson mural painted and it on said, the wall. where were you when the world stopped turning? <laughs> it had the whole thing. It was so lame. And I also believe I went to an instrument store, like guitar store, and they had, like, a little mini bust of Alan Jackson from, like, the waist up, holding a, an acoustic guitar. I want Alan Jackson tits with a guitar. <laughs> if I had, like, that's one of those things that if I was, like, flush with cash all the time, I would be like, Michelle, do you want that bust of Alan Jackson just because it's funny? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Absolutely. We would have so much dumb shit. <laughs> so, I, this, so, this is the only version of this song to go number one. Really? I know the original version more. Uh, yeah, the Eddie Cochran version. There are other covers that have been done by the Beach Boys, The Who, yeah. T-Rex. I'm not surprised. And even Rush. Not surprised. This really? Is... Rush? Doesn't surprise you? Not if T-Rex did it. What does that mean? Are they think... Do they follow in T-Rex's footsteps? I don't know. I just said that. <laughs> is T-Rex Rush's Jesus Take the Wheel? I'm not because I think this song is like known as a classic... like. Rockabilly rock song. Is not even a rockabilly song. It's a classic rock song. 1958. Like the 50s rock songs. You know, like, I think she's talking- like guys driving hot rods and shit. That kind of rock and roll. Like Grease kind of rock and roll. That's what I imagined in my head, the original. 
So when this kicked in, the first time I heard it, the guitar if I didn't get, but then as soon as he started singing, I was like, wait, this is fucking summertime blues. <laughs> but I never would have got it just from the... What a sad time for you. But I got to say this. I almost want to learn how to play that just for a technique of knowing how to go. That's like a country lick staple. There's like mm-hmm. certain licks in blues and country and jazz and stuff. It wouldn't so, hurt to know that. That's just like creates a standard of soloing. And it's that. It's another one when I do that blues, the beginning of Pizza Boy Blues, when I go. Like, that's just a blues staple. So, I bet Kent Hiltz can fucking jam that song. Oh, guaranteed. He knows all that chicken picking shit. Fantastic. Well, I did. I'm very curious. I need to hear what Summertime Blues by Rush sounds like. So, it's going to sound like this. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up and let Rush take over. Already way heavier than Alan Jackson. Sounds like Jimi Hendrix almost. 100%. Very psychedelic rock sounding. I like it so far, but I like Rush. It'll be good until Kenny Lee starts singing. Then it'll be great. Ugh. This does not sound like this song like the, at all. It sounds like they're doing the Who version. Have you? Are you familiar oh, yeah. with the Who oh, version? Yeah. Weird. I'm not. Really? Yeah, this is the Who version. But just. So they're pretty much covering the Who play, version. Play the Who version really quick. Actually, you know what? When I said it was the Cochran one I knew most, I think I misspoke. It's probably the Who version I know the most. It's like a. It's a Who classic. Weird. I'm not familiar with that being a thing. Let's see. Summertime Blues, The Who. Oh, that needed some volume. <laughs> I had to fade the other one out. Shut oh, up. sorry. Sometimes songs are just mastered such drastic difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doing the windmill thing. Ah! Are you familiar with much? Who? The who? Uh, more than I probably think, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people might be more familiar. I've always respected the, the Who. Lives. I think I always, I've definitely always liked them more than Rolling Stones. Ooh. For some reason, Rolling Stones just rubs me weird, even though there's songs that I like and I understand they're like important in rock and roll. It's just something about like the way Mick Jagger moves and the way Keith Richards stands. I just. Just yeah, I don't like go towards to it. watch them perform. Yeah, but there's been some songs that I'm like very impressed by. I liked the Who more when I was younger, and the older that I get, the more I like the Rolling Stones. But I would never have compared the two because I think that they sound very oh, different. Yeah. I just think of Rolling Stones, the Who. Rolling Stones is like blues Led rock. Zeppelin. I don't, I don't get that from Who. The Who. The Who just seems more straightforward rock and roll to yeah, me. Yeah, I think that's why I liked it more, because it's like some, like, mm. more of like a rock and roll show. Like like they were dangerous. Like Keith Moon was fucking dangerous. <laughs> yeah, he died young, right? Yeah. From being crazy? Yeah. Is he one of those people who I pu- think he actually choked back- on his puke? Uh, I think so, maybe, but I think he also like accidentally killed somebody with a car, too. That's the way to like, do it. Like he was trying to get away from like paparazzi or like 
something and he just somebody was under the tire and he didn't know and he fucking ran him over. Were they laying down? I think it was somebody that worked for him and they just got pinned under the car from like the crowd trying to get to Keith. Oh, Miller. like pushed down. Oh, that's yeah. horrid. And I mean, the fuck it's the who where those people died in trying Cincinnati. To in, yeah, trying to get into the show. So that's the which I know a fault. guy that was there. Did I tell you that? You did. I should tell the people though. That I know a building guy that, doesn't even exist anymore. They tore that stadium yeah. down. The dude, I know a dude. He sold his supplies. Uh, still does sell the body shop supplies, but that I don't work for anymore. Uh, but I was talking to him, and he said he was there for it. And he said, Sam, it was so compressed that you could just lift your feet. And you wouldn't fall because you were so compressed. You could, I could have very well stepped on those people, and I would not know. To this day, I very well could have been the death blow to one of those people, and I don't know. That's horrific. Yeah. But I was like, Jesus Christ. He's like saying it was fucking ridiculous. They only held like so many doors open. They could have saved so many people. It's the same thing with the Astro World incident. It's really hard to imagine for me for some reason because I... I guess I just haven't been enough in enough of those like tight, pushy situations that the fact that people can push and squish each other and trample oh, each yeah. other to death is wild to me because I've just never been I've never seen it happen. I've only so. been in front rows of shows of metal shows that get very compressed and people will like push back on the banister to like, give me some fucking room. I can't breathe and stuff like that. Get your claws hey, out of the goddamn up, screen. Bitch. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> Look at him. All, all right. stuck. Do you want to move on? <laughs> it's going to be hard. He's. <sighs> Thank you, Paul. Please don't put your fucking claws in the screens anymore. <laughs> I specifically re- had to replace all the screens with these like cat resistant <laughs> thick. I mean, they're pre- they held up. They're very nice held up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. But they can still uh, rip shit up. Fuck yeah. Wayne's done quite a bit of work since he's claws been here. Yeah. Come out of their body like they're Wolverine. Oh, they're you fa- fucking freaks! They're not Wolverine. <laughs> they're not wolves. That's the wrong animal. That's dogs. Ooh, speaking of dogs, a Wolverine is not a wolf. Speaking of dogs, I know I haven't played the second song. It's been a while. It's just been some <laughs> chatter, but we might have an addition to our family in about a week. Oh yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. But there, there might be a a little Yoda. <laughs> Are we changing into, the name? Oh, I'm not keeping the I name Yoda. I can't call a dog Yoda, but I also haven't thought of a name. I don't give a shit about uh, Star Wars, Star Wars no, but don't. I can come up with boy names, no problem. Sturgill. Wait, should we call it a girl? A girl's name since that's a boy? Ooh, like <laughs> Mr. Francine? <laughs> I mean, obviously not that, but something like, ooh, Mr. Bernadette. Uh, Bernadette! Full name Bernadette, and I can call him Bernie. Oh, Mr. Bernie. <laughs> Bernie, get over here. <laughs> Did we just figure it out? <laughs> no, we didn't. Bernadette! I love that song. That song makes me think of me taking a shit in the fucking airport when we were getting ready to go to uh, Oregon. That's a <laughs> I good went time. to the bathroom and I was like, oh my God, they're playing this song that Michelle loves and I've never heard anyone else play it but her. And then I came out like, did you hear? And you're like, I can't hear a fucking thing in this airport. <laughs> in the bathroom though, it was clear as could be. That was my, and then I went in the bathroom a little later and yeah, the music was very loud. That's where you got to jam. It was they're nice. Trying, they were playing good music. They're trying to cover people's like fart sounds and stuff probably. Actually, the bathrooms <laughs> were pretty nice. Hell yeah, they were. They were nice. It was a, it was a pleasant experience. The worst part of the whole experience is just sitting for hours. Just being in, uh, I don't know, what do you call it, coach in last class. 
<laughs> uh, we were in last class. We were right next to the fucking bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Like, every time. Oh, yeah. Like, trash seats. The bathrooms are impossible. It's the seats we deserve. <laughs> the bathrooms are impossible. Just disgusting. I have a fun time with them. I go in there and I... You're not fat. <laughs> They're not made for fat people at all. That shit's tight. We're intolerant. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the world is changing and it's getting fatter, so you need to uh, expand with us. <laughs> Me too. I'm already with you. Yeah, in one part of your body. I know, it's weird. And you can barely even tell. Let's move on to the next song. This song is a jammer. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to Mungo Jerry in yeah! the summertime. There was a few times when you, because uh, I ended up listening to this for the first time with you. Yes, because you hadn't, it was two days ago. I was like, have you even <laughs> listened to this? And you said no. So then I forced you to listen to it. I've been leaving all my listens lately, except for King Diamond, of course. Ugh. In by like Friday. <laughs> That's pretty awful. But I get all the listens in. That's good. So uh, this song came out in 1970. Okay. I feel like we have a lot of songs between the 90s and the 70s. I'd say maybe even 60s on this list. It's kind of the main time frame. That's when music was the best. That's when people. I just snorted. That's when people and companies need you to go out in the summer and buy some stuff. So they just keep talking about the summer. So one thing I didn't know about this. This is one of the best selling singles of all time. Oh, really? This song has sold over 30 million copies. Wow. That's good for them. Fantastic. Uh, this song is very good. I've always really liked this song. It's just got like this vibe that just seems fun. You know what I mean? It's not like pretentious. And they're just like, we're always happy. Life's for living. It's our philosophy. So they're just like portraying this happy attitude. Except yeah. later when they want you to go drink and drive and like do whatever you want to a rich girl's yeah, daughter. That's what. Or a rich guy's daughter. No, the rich. The It's the poor girl. I thought it's if your daddy's rich, do as you please or something. No, it's if her daddy is poor, then do as you please. Oh, so. Oh, jeez. My mind immediately goes to sexual assault. <laughs> well, Not maybe. Not for me, what I please to do. No, the sexual assault should be committed against you. <gasps> You're the one who should be sexually assaulted every time you think about sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to have to, like. Get this guy on retainer to sexually assault me, and every time I have a thought like that, I look over and I'm like, Hey, Ted, you gotta stick a thumb up my ass. This is America, and it's Indiana. Uh, your number one sexual assault partner sitting right next to you. <laughs> and I believe this is one of the states where they... Because it's a whole thing where if your spouse rapes you, then it's not considered rape because they're your spouse. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm ass I assume Indiana is one of those states... Because we are dog shit when it comes to states. What's well, like guns? Back to happy, back to happy, happy, happy. <laughs> we did this song a couple times, right? When we would perform acoustically. I feel like we talked about it, but it didn't end up happening. I swear we did it once. I don't think it ended up happening because I had that feeling too initially, and I feel like maybe we listened to it and it just didn't it didn't work out when we were practicing it. I can see that not working while we were practicing and cutting it before a show. 
Uh, but the video is amazing. When it has that guy, he's got this fucking mutton chops. Beautiful, beautiful mutton chops. Beautiful. And like a little afro thing going on. Because it's like 70, what was it? 70? 1970. 70? Oh, the style is just perfect then. It's I, leading off from the 60s. It's before they get glammy from like disco, you know? Yeah. So it's just like dirty people everywhere. Nobody cares like if you've been wearing the same pants for six days. Ah, good times. So I read something interesting and I didn't write it down because it was too much, but I will. Let's see. Where does it say this about this? The background of this song. So. All right. So the main guy said that this took 10 minutes to write. <laughs> he wrote it using a secondhand Fender Stratocaster with a <laughs> <laughs> while he was taking time off from his regular job working in a lab for Timex. Working in a lab. Yeah. Uh, What's Timex? Is that like a watch company? That's what it sounds like. Okay. I would assume. Let's see. Why do they need a lab? Oh, um, yeah. There's also like things included. Uh, All right, let's see. move on <laughs> from uh, the Timex conversation. No, it has a lot. Like the Timex business company, they own like Guess and Versace and all kinds of shit. Like there's money. Uh, there's money in this company. So they're one of those companies that owns everything. Yes, and it gotcha. says that this was this was unusual because this was released as a maxi single, which I had to look at that. Most times singles were a f- the f- main single, and then there was a B-side. Okay. Uh, maxi singles were bigger than EPs, I guess, but not EPs. So it was essentially, ju- it was like three or four songs huh. on the single instead of just two. Interesting. So not a full record. And it says that it also played at 33 and a third RPM, whereas singles generally were played at 45 RPM. So it was just a uh, different. Okay, it, it was released differently. They wanted to make it special. Well, it sounds like they did from all the fucking sales they got off of it. And it says that it was just slightly. It says it was only a few pence more than the normal 45 RPM two-track single. Yeah, it was considered for it. value for its for the money. Hell yeah, Mungo. So speaking of Mungo, um, I guess he decided to let someone cover the song. Oh, no. I know, right? I don't um, know who you're going to say. So Kanye, someone did a cover of this and they put it on their bombastic album. Let's go ahead and listen to Shaggy's (laughs) version of In the Summertime. Yeah. It's a summertime of prayer. No, it's not. And booties. Up on the counter. It wasn't me. This is weak as hell. So far, very weak. Hoping it beefs up here in a second. I don't think it could be any half as good as the original. Well, the bass left. No, no, of course not. But the song did technically drop down when they started singing. This is awful. It's very bad. It makes this song not good. It sucked. What was special about the simplicity of? Ugh, shut up. It wasn't me. Oh, okay, so this is fine. This is just Shaggy being Shaggy. (laughs) He is hard to understand, that Shaggy. I heard as sexy as can be. That's all I heard. It wasn't me. 
It's like he keeps his mouth wide open while... This is what it sounds like to it's me. It's beautiful, no matter what. It's not. Let's, we love uh, you, Shaggy. What row? Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 that is deflated on that one. <laughs> well, I didn't feel better after doing it, so I think we're in the same boat. All right. The next song, uh, let's pick it way up from that Shaggy shit. And uh, let's get some love and spoonful. Summer in the city. This song has been in my head today. Ah, so good. I've known this song for as long as I've been alive. I can't remember a time where I didn't know this song. I have a memory of playing little foam basketball in this hallway that we are sitting right next to right now as a young boy. Thinking about this song, not listening to this song, thinking about this song. Interesting. Because isn't this where he says, back of my neck getting dirt and gritty? Yeah. I just would imagine people's dirty necks. I don't know what it was, but I'd just be like, yeah, fucking dirty ass back of their necks. So this song came out in 1966. I think it's interesting that this song features a harder rock style, which is very different than their typical lighter sound that they did. Who is this again? The Love and Spoonful. I will pl- I'll play okay. another song after this. It's... Uh, it, I love Insane these, contrast. I love these playlist uh, episodes because we just deep dive on all these separate bands. See, you don't hate it. It's not terrible. Um, it just takes away from the whole, like, giving an album. Whatever. Uh, anyway, this being the a song that kind of trailed away from what they were used to doing, it was their only number one single. Really? I love that part that just happened. The this part's good. Oh, yeah. The, the whole piano. song is just good. I like the guy's voice. It does oh, yeah. sound very gritty. It says that this was written during a heat wave. Dirty necks again. Um, the guy's voice has got that uh, quality that, like, um, like, blood, sweat, and tears gives me. It's just that, like, warmth. I don't want to steal a word from a certain podcast. That's what we've been uh, doing. But well, warmth. There's like warmth. a warmth, There's a warmth to, it. to it that makes me feel gushy. No, no, no. You can say cozy. It's, it's fine. It's cozy. God damn it. <laughs> He's just got one of. I, Blood, sweat, and tears has always had that voice to me, and I, and when anybody sounds like it, or like Ron Simons, I can imagine singing it for some reason. Ew, horrifying. <laughs> and giving me cheese pizza. He was a platypus of a man. He was. Or a walrus. He was a walrus. Oh, definite walrus. This man looked, yeah, a lot like a walrus. Someone removed this man's tusks. He looked like uh, Dr. Robotnik from Sonic. That's perfect. (laughs) Truly. And I'm not talking Jim Carrey. That song rules. There's been two times so far that when we listened to this the first time I went, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was in the room and I was like, oh, we're going. I think I even, did I have a guitar? Was I trying to damn well? Yeah, you were. That made it easier to get through some of these songs, I think. Or at least one of them. Um, so I didn't know they did this, so I'm going to play this for, for a second. Okay. I had, I've had i thumbs this song down in the past. Why do I recognize this? Hamburgers to talk. Chicken McNuggets you can take for a walk. Stealing from two podcasts today we are. <laughs> All right, this is the song I'm actually familiar with. I love this song. Did you ever have to make up your mind? I don't think I've ever heard this. This is 
this this is ex- this is like the polar opposite of summer in the city. It's very bubbly. It does not sound like the same group at all. The band. Look at this picture of them. They're so happy. They are happy, and they're all touching each other. This is such groovy how, music. How I love it. They are in their masculinity. And three out of four of them are wearing striped shirts. Why does that plain Jane in the back? Would you like to see me back? wear a striped shirt like that? Of course. Okay. I like. I love that like green sweater striped situation that you wear sometimes. Oh yeah, I do have a striped sweater, don't I? I mean, I could have just had striped sweater. You know, instead of a, that sweater situation. You know, if you wanted to destroy that sweater. Oh, God. Shut up. <laughs> Don't even finish. Just shut your fucking mouth. Uh, I'm you, having fun today. <laughs> you sure are. All right. right, let's. Uh, we have a couple more songs we're going to listen to before we take a break. We're going to change things up because we have been in a, at least the last couple songs in this uh, 60s, 70s world. This kind classic of psychedelic. Yeah, classic rock. Uh, let's move it into 1991. To the number one single by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's just the Fresh Pence. The Pence? <laughs> fresh Mike Pence. Oh, my God. Has Here, that been done? Probably. Fresh Pence. There had to have been. Please don't do it because we just don't need to see that guy's face ever again. <laughs> I would agree with that sentiment. Even though it would be funny to see. I'm down with most memes and mashups, so who cares? Here is Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. This was a number one single. Really? This song is so laid back and Very. different than other hip-hop that was out at the time. What year was this out? It's 1991, but it was things were getting ready to get very rough. I would say so, yeah. Um, it's like, every time I heard this song, I could not remember that it was Will Smith. For the, I'm not breaking how many times I listened to it, but I'd have to be like... Who is this again? Oh, fucking Will Smith. How can I not fucking remember this? I read, it, whether it's true or not, that he had kind of strained his voice previously like doing shows, I think, that he had decided to perform this a little more laid back because usually he's more higher. He's higher energy. Yeah, yeah more like, This is kind yeah, of... Mormonly, sorry. This is not his style as much with it being a little more laid back, and that was because he was... Had overexerted his voice and just kind of went. Okay. And yeah, because I'm used to him being like, and I went right down and a bada ba ba do 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 da do do. That sounds like Miami to me. But this one's just Miami. Party in the city where the heat is on all night on the beach till the break, break of dawn. Welcome to Miami. You're gonna do that part. Archie Mama. <laughs> 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 Uh, this definitely has an 80s rap feel to it still, though, in the way that he uh, flows the actual lyrics. Not so much production value, because it's got like, almost got a... Not the gangster rap. It's got the Bernie Warrell thing a little bit, where it's doing that... Yeah, the synthesized sound. Yeah. That, like, uh, Cypress Hill chuck, and as we said, on that hill. Or on that hill. On that hill. <laughs> way too much. Used it way too much. They were willing to die on it. <laughs> Goddamn perfect, Michelle. No, not really, because oh, they're all yeah. still alive. Yeah, but that is just me. Ooh. I've got a stuffy nose. That's what it sounds like. I kind really of. don't. I really don't. This is me talking in a much clearer tone. 
So I assume that this is a song that you're not as into, especially after the previous songs being more like rock and roll. I'm not as into it, but it didn't make me miserable. What ended up happening every time I listened to the song is I just kind of forgot it was playing. You know what I mean? It just kind of like faded into the background of what I was doing. It's not your typical high energy summer song. It is much more laid back than you would normally think of when you think of summertime. But this is this gives me more of like a summer evening, summer night feel. Yes, because there's parts. The last time I listened to it, I really tried to pay attention to the lyrics. And he's talking about like barbecues and stuff like that. Like the smell of right there. The smell of the grill can spark up. The I'm like, I was like, nostalgia. Yeah, I'm getting the evening feel on this. Like the night is winding down. We've been at shit all day. Sun's gonna go down in like two hours. When well, he talked about family reunion, it just doesn't seem. It seems like just a more laid back party in yeah, general, like absolutely. family, friends. Seems like a like, video where it would be like a gathering where they people are like rolling up in their cars and then they just like walk up with food and stuff. I think they're in someone's pool in there their backyard. That makes sense to me. But I've never heard this song in my life, which is wild. You tell me it's a number one. Now I might have at some point, and it just didn't stick because it didn't stick while I was listening to it this time, but... I'm not surprised this song was a hit. I am kind of surprised it was number one. I don't think it held the spot for very long. I think it just kind of touched and then... Dipped back down? Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember what I was going to say. That you love DJ Jazzy Jeff and you miss I him? Like, I, I always got very upset whenever he got thrown outside of the house because I was sure he was going to break something every time he landed. So violent. It was very violent. God, the violence oh. and... Stuff that we grew up with, oh, it shaped us to be such good people. <laughs> um, I was going to say this. Just like the Alan Jackson song, I wish that rap still sounded like this currently because at the time, which I was only six years old when this came out, but I'm adding some years onto it. It turns out the rap in like other music that I was against at the time is much more preferable across the board at that time than it is now for me. I'm, I've gotten even worse. I'm just assuming it's me just because I'm getting old. And as you get old, you just start to dislike things. And I've disliked things since I was 10. So it's just, <laughs> you know what I mean? But God damn it. I would just, if, if this could be what was on the radio instead, if this is what like teens that I end up working with at like when I did work with teens at the body shop, like the Austin kid I started working with, and he plays what he likes, and it's just like new hip-hop, and I'm just like fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even complain about the hi-hats in this. Yeah, not once did I complain about the hi-hats, because they, they can... use them sparingly, and they were just used correctly. I'm a bitch. I'm a grump. <laughs> well, let's let's move along to the next song, which probably has zero hi-hats in it, but we'll, we'll, I have no idea. Well, shit. Uh, well, we'll Every see. song's got hi-hats well, in it. I don't know. Let's listen to Seals and Croft, Summer Breeze. Oh, yeah. There's all sorts of hi-hat. I'll point it out. <laughs> I'll point out every symbol. What year do you What year do you think this song came out? Seals and Croft, I'm going to say this is a 66. This is later than that. It's actually 72. Damn. So I was going to say the summer of 69. Hi-hat. Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> this is another very warm, like, sepia-toned song. Uh, yeah, this is one of those songs that I've always liked, but it's never been, like, sought out. I agree. I feel the same way. It's a song I feel like I've referenced, but I don't 
think it's necessarily like it's not a bad song it's just not like my style as much not my style it's one of those things where if i went over to like a 55 year old man's house and i'm like oh what's he gonna play it's either gonna be like real shitty country and if it ended up being stuff like this i'd be like oh okay mm-hmm. i can deal with this <laughs> so it's not it's not my favorite but it's not bad and i i feel like it's such a classic summer breeze this. yeah it's summer breeze is just such a classic like summertime song not that i listen to it in the summer but summer breeze a summer breeze is nice like why also just me like i feel like it's just a song like it's a staple it needs to be on the list i agree and it's a classic i agree i agree with everything you've said i so this was a co- let's not fight this was also covered by a couple different people i guess the isley brothers Ooh, had a hit with this as well i bet they do a good cover I bet it's I bet actually. I've heard it. I bet it doesn't stray too far from this. Yeah, probably not. Is my guess. I didn't listen to it. I may have heard it before, but maybe not. This is almost yacht rock. Would you call this yacht rock? Yes, I would. Like in the better yacht rock too. Like Eagles is like right next to this. They're on the paddle boat next to the yacht. It's stuff like this that saves the song for me. It's interesting. And they're doing like marimbas in there. He only, he does have a a white does voice. Not have a strong voice. <laughs> now he's doing this, and I seven bees. You know, there's some people that like. Sounds like he's singing. Some people that sing, and then there's some people that sing, and I just have to yeah. do this now and I, Gonna stay right down here. He sounds like he's singing through a mustache. <laughs> That's the new terminology when somebody's weak. He's singing through a mustache. That's what it sounds like. He says he got a big '70s mustache. And he's he's got a Brimley in the way. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. He's singing through a Brimley. <laughs> Give me some of that D Abitus. I bet Brimley probably had a voice that would sound like this. Or he, Summer sounds, breeze or he sounds exactly like Makes uh, me feel fine <laughs> Summer breeze Makes me feel fine Sorry that was more Sam Elliott Yeah it, But not at the same time It was interesting Cool. So another Coors. cover by this uh, Before right, We'll go out on oh, We're not going Isley Oh we can hear Isley I just like Please I said I assumed that it would be so true to the original that I didn't think to necessarily look it up, but let's uh, check it out. They always do parts one and two. Here's Isley Brothers, though. The Isley Brothers always do parts one and two? They do that in songs. Really? Yeah, they're pretty big on that. There's a, there's one for this? Mm-hmm. Huh. It's over six minutes long. <laughs> Definitely the Isley Brothers. I like the Isley Brothers, but I do too. I just I don't know. I don't feel like this song is gonna be made better necessarily. Someone's got an Al. It's just gonna be uh, drug out no, twice as Al long. Um, someone's got a Curtis Mayfield. Curtis Mayfield feel going on right now. Uh, Isley Brothers. I always anytime the name is said. Ooh. I like that uh, this guitar. This is good. I like that guitar. I like the um, Les Claypool talking about auditioning for Metallica. And Metallica says, oh, he was just way too good. Les Claypool says, 
That's bullshit. I was just way too weird. I'm walking in there going, hey, you guys want to jam on some Isley Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds yeah, this is very awesome. true to form. This is a fucking song. <laughs> you want to know what's not going to be true to form is the fact that this song was also covered by a band called Typo Negative. No! No! By the way, I don't even know what my blood hey, type is. Do you? Like this. Do you know what your blood type no, is? No, but I know that he's gonna sing like this. <laughs> this is an odd choice. I like the tone. <laughs> Typo negative is not my thing. He's Metal's metal. Like this. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I fucking told you that's how he's gonna do it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you can see how it's the cover is two girls getting sexy with each other, getting all lippy. This is like almost crash test dummies sounding. When this dude made the first typo negative album, he was talking to somebody. Uh, it sounds like he's struggling to find the note, but I'm sorry. Continue. You always say uh, like this. This is Peter Steele is the singer's name. Sounds like a porn star. Well, he uh, he posed for Playgirl. Good for him, I guess. Yeah, he got his boner going and held it like this. Well, my boner <laughs> is totally dead, and we're going to uh, take a break <laughs> while you guys listen to Summer Breeze by Typo When he made this album, he looked at the guy that was in the studio, and he said, We're going to get so much pussy. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> yeah, they had to even convince their fans by putting two women who look like they're having oh, sex Peter on Peter Steele fucked a lot of ladies, but I prefer his band Carnivore. Check out Carnivore, everybody. I prefer fading the song out. We'll be back. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hey there, Melody Makers. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast presents... Guess That Melody! It's the game where each person has to guess the melody of a song they've never heard before, just by reading the lyrics. We've each chosen a song that the other doesn't know, and have given them only the lyrics so each person can take a blind stab at the melody of the chorus of their song. Is Sam a regular songbird with a natural talent and eye for musical arrangements? Is Michelle going to stomp that ginger bird into the dirt? Listen on and see who can... Guess that melody! Uh, hey, hello! Uh, Wheezy as I breathe in. <clears throat> Wheezy Jefferson. Right under the floor. I found it. Right underneath me on the floor. And as you said that, I went, ooh, I w- wait a minute. And uh, I looked down, and I thought I'd say this little reveal for you in the break. Look at the corner of my chair. Oh, it's on there, too. There's dried up puke on the corner of the chair. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. It's most likely the cat that you love so much that oh, pukes yeah. all the time. You know what I think happened is I gave him treats the other day on this chair. I don't know if those treats treat him right. Uh, which ones? Uh, I gave him the one in the blue pack. 
I don't think it's that. I think he has a lot of uh, anxiety lately, and he's been digging at his fur again. Okay. All right. Let's not get into that. Let's do the game. Well, yeah, we're here to play a game, not talk about vomit. But here we go for another rousing round of Guess That Melody. I'm going to go ahead and send the lyrics over to Sam. I've got them. That was quite fast. All right, here we go. Reading them dry. Give me my money back. Give me my money back, you bitch. I want my money back, and don't forget... And don't forget to give me back my black t-shirt. <laughs> I have to read this again. Give me my money back. Give me my money back, you bitch. I want my money back and don't forget and don't forget to give me my black t-shirt. Oh, man. I have... I don't know where to take this. I like have a feeling, but I don't know how to flow it. Well, we haven't done this in a while. Do you want to guess like... I feel like it's a female. Okay. I feel like it's like a... Hip hop female. Okay, that's all you have it, to give. It, just... it might be like uh, I don't know. I don't. It might be like the brat. Okay, or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Okay, I don't think so though. I think they're more of a singy thing. Okay, You'll get catty. All right, because this is catty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one, two, three, four. Give me my money back. Give me my money back, you bitch. I want my money back. And don't forget. And don't forget to give me my black t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> this is always so much fun to me. I don't know if anybody listening even likes Guess That Melody. No one has ever said anything about it once. Well, just like the rest of the podcast, we do it more for us than anyone else. I think it's fun as hell. So uh, I will tell you that everything about that is Completely incorrect. wrong, right? Yeah, everything's wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, this is by a, uh, This is by a band. This is a 90s song. Let's go ahead and listen to Song for the Dumped by Ben Folds 5. What? <laughs> oh, I know this song. I want my money back. And don't forget. Very drawn out. Give me back my black t-shirt. Wow. So now I was going more female on female crime. This is male on female crime. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know he's talking about a woman. But he he definitely probably is. He probably is, though. He could be just talking about some shitty friend. (laughs) All right. Are you ready for me to send you... Some lyrics so we can move on. I'm ready for you to poop on my imagination. Let's do this. I'm definitely not going to poop on your imagination. There you go. It has been sent. Enjoy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're already laughing. That's a good sign. Well, this is definitely a band of men because, of course, it always is and it will always be. (laughs) That's unfair. Hellraiser in the thunder and heat. Hellraiser, you rock back in your seat. Hellraiser, and I'll make it come true. Hellraiser, I'll put a spell on you. All right. Uh-huh. Pretty straightforward, I would say. Yeah, this is definitely a band of men, I'm guessing, in the 80s is when this came out, but I really don't know. Um, but here, I'll I'm go ahead tell and you give the truth. It... I also don't know when it came out. 
Uh, well, I'll go ahead and give this a try. Hellraiser! In the thunder and heat! That made a cat run away. Hellraiser! Rock you back in your seat! Hellraiser! I'll make it come true! Hellraiser! I'll put a spit on you! <laughs> you, you are pretty close. This, this is the closest you've ever been. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I I noticed some King Diamond influence in there, which it is not, and I almost did. Oh, too. I know it's not, but I still anything that's like Hellraiser is going to be like Hellraiser in my head. So, well, you've probably actually heard me sing this song. I have, but I couldn't. It's <laughs> there was a familiarity, but I couldn't access it. The, so I wasn't really sure. You're right on about a group of men. Of course. Every time. That group of men is one of the most important groups in rock and roll history. Would you like to take a guess? Most important? In my world, one of the most important rock and roll bands in history. And it's not Black Sabbath. Um, I, would, I mean, if it's not like Judas Priest, then it's probably... <laughs> it's Motorhead. I don't fucking... It's Motorhead. Oh, I was way off. Okay. I'll tip. Right. <laughs> I think you're going to be surprised at the tones that he achieved. Here we go. Hellraiser by Motorhead. Sound like it would be Motorhead from the Motorhead I'm familiar with. Other than Lemmy's voice. Put a spell on you. Wow. This coincided with Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, and there is a music video of Lemmy playing chess against Pinhead, where guess who loses? Pinhead? Pinhead. Of course. <laughs> Does Pinhead stick one of his pens in Lemmy's face mole? Oh, oh God. As a There's person two with two on moles face. on my head, I should shut the fuck up. Those, those aren't Lemmy-sized moles. No, they aren't. Those aren't Lemmy moles. He has McDonald's lady. I'm pretty sure there was a band called Lemmy's Mole. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, thank you, everyone, for yeah. listening. Uh, we're going to get you right on back into the episode. Hulkster, baby! The Wait, no, that was last week's episode, depending on what I put the on. The Hulkster's not in the house. <laughs> I mean, he can be if he wants, as long as he yeah, leaves we'll, pretty much everything behind. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see where I put it. <laughs> All right. I fucked that one up. Who cares? I don't care at all. All right. Thanks for attending this round of Guess That Melody. Meow. More energy for sure. The place where pain and pleasure meet at the perfect center. It's a little bit hot, it's a little bit cool sometimes. You go off and get a sea dew and fly around on the ocean. <laughs> I like, told you earlier I like the sun. Have you ever parasailed? Parasailed? I call it pinasail. <laughs> I'm a comedian. Are you a Will Smith fan? I love Will Smith. 
especially when he slaps people. It creates such pain. Did you gives me pleasure. Did you see that he just released an apology video? <laughs> no, I did not, child. Yes, he did. <laughs> it will be old news to you guys once you hear it, but... Fuck him. He shouldn't <laughs> apologize, that little bitch. Uh, I guess he... Chris Rock should kick women's names out of his motherfucking mouth. I guess his people reached out to Chris Rock's people, and Chris Rock, the, his people got back to Will Smith's people and said that he does not want to talk to you right now. I Chris Rock told him to fuck right off, basically. Basically. <laughs> Wonderful. Hello. Good, I'm, I'm tired back. of looking at that fucking monstrosity. It's horrifying. <laughs> I have so much fun in that. It's no, it's funny and it's great fodder, but it's uh, it's great fodder. <laughs> but it's horrifying it's warm. It to made look me at. All sweaty. Yeah, I can see. It's warm in here anyway. It's warming up in the daytime. Yeah. It's almost. The side of the house gets blasted by the sun in the evening, too. It does, and it's almost 4 p.m., so we're around that time where it's... Uh, Blasting time! And we have these <laughs> lights on us like a bunch of dumbasses. Yeah. Uh, hate it. All right. Well, we're back, and yeah. we're here, and we are going through my favorite summer songs of my least favorite season. But who cares? We're having fun with some songs. I we like are. these. I like the songs. They're fun songs. Can I keep saying songs? No. From here on out, you're not allowed to say songs the whole rest of the episode. Well, this next tune that we'll be listening to, <laughs> we're going back in the '60s because we have a lot of '60s songs on this list. We do that we put together. So when summer was better, you could just throw your cups out onto the beach and walk away. Well, I they were they would let out in the streets and in, in the New York sits they would uh, they would they would open those hydrants ex- fire extinguisher fire extinguishers yeah extinguishers are fun <laughs> they're fun to play with you just pop that fucking ring out and hold it at your friend <sighs> instant snowman fun summer activity <laughs> uh, so I feel like there's a big. Uh, Especially New Good York. Good to know. Though. Good to know. Oliver loves the summertime because the windows are open sometimes, but they're actually open way more in the fall and Hell in the yeah. spring. So you shouldn't like summer that much, you little bitch. Summer, summer. summer. He also likes the music because he's a rock and roll cat. He's also an autistic cat, and he's also a hairball puking cat. You think he's gonna be allergic to this potential dog? Probably. That son of a He's got to continuously dog. be a fucking handful. So. Yeah, he's my little special boy. He's special. <laughs> he didn't used to be, but with the increased population in the house, he has become a less enjoyable cat. Well, he was always a special boy. It's just a different special boy. <laughs> oh, you're not, now you've got that PD. you got that <laughs> P-tardation. Let's oh, see. Jesus. Cancel. Dardation? Did Canceled. I say it wrong? Who cares? Cancel me. I don't want to be here. Well, you'd have to be, I think, on before you get canceled. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Not talking about you. I'm talking about us. Nobody listens to this show. I know, because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> All right, let's so get... So that's what it is. Let's get back into this with a song that I personally love. It's a song... It's the only song that doesn't have summer in the title. But it is definitely in the song. Let's listen to Sunny Afternoon by the Kinks. If I turn it up. God damn it. I love this song. There's like a spookiness to his voice that I enjoy very much. And the song in general. I agree. There's definitely a spookiness. And to not his voice is always spooky, I think. 
in the kinks. There's some guys back in the 60s and stuff that just had this like weird, unnerving voice. I think the backing vocals are kind of ghostly at times, too. And... <laughs> Uh, but it also feels like a real big John Lennon ripoff to me. But I've always liked this song. I've always liked this tone. There's just like this boxy tone that like it works for this time. But like when it sounds like this, it it's enjoyable. If you tried to fake this tone now, it wouldn't be enjoyable. I think some people tried to. I think like oh, the, yeah. the Black Keys yeah. tried to recreate this sound. Uh, one song or that one album we listened to with Kent, they tried to recreate kind of an old sound too. Oh yeah, fits, fits in, in the, the tantrums. tantrums, correct. This song's never really like, stuck out to me, but once I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, I've always really liked this song. And you probably could have told me it was the monkeys. In the summertime, I don't think it's on. I don't think it has the monkeys energy. I don't think it does either. But it could have been one of those weird ones where yeah. you're like, you know, this is one where they talk about. Maiming an old lady. They do have the Porpoise Song, which was the main song from the movie Head that they put out, directed by Jack Nicholas. Now Jack Nicholson, that's his name. Who is Jack Nicholas? Is he a fucking He's a golfer? golfer? God damn it. <laughs> you and your stupid shit seeping it into my, my world brain seeps all into the yours. time. This is what you get for seeping uh, 90-day fiance into my head. You actually enjoy that garbage. I know, I enjoy a lot of stuff. I would say you're the bigger crank in the long run than than me, right? Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. But I... I think... I still think that I give you a wider range of things. I think I just keep getting the same things that are intense to me. Because King Diamond wasn't the first sort of thing that I had to listen to like that. Nothing sounds like King Diamond. That's the it's same just sort of style of the, <laughs> no. hi, of the high-pitched singing. Ah! <laughs> yeah, Iced Earth, Symphony X. Fits in the same world. Suck my asshole. <laughs> like, I hope you get poop in your throat. Can I suck it in the summertime? It's probably the worst time of year to do it. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> I got a big fat penis. <laughs> hey, don't do that. Don't shake your head like that. You got a big fat. I mean, if I'm a penis, then yeah, you do have a big fat penis. <laughs> I'm going to start telling people I got a big fat penis. And they'll be like, oh, really? And then they'll be like, yeah, let me show it to you. And then I'll just show you a picture of my wife. <laughs> Making a stupid face. Looking like a dickhead because I don't have hair. <laughs> That'd be like impressive, right? <laughs> it's very thick. <laughs> In the summertime, it's usually its biggest because it's warm. I, I'm also really veiny as well. So <laughs> I have very thin skin, and you can see veins all over my body pretty well. Uh, what's old lady Michelle gonna look old like? Old lady Michelle? Old lady Michelle sitting on the porch. I don't sit on porches. Are you going to become Miss Swan in the oh, time? That you oh, well, you said Liddy, so. Liddy? I heard I'm going to become a Liddy. I'm going to become a Liddy sitting on the porch. <laughs> a little old lady called a Liddy. I'm going to be watching the birds. I'm like, get away from my peach tree. You're Stop getting... eating my peaches. I'm a little old lady. I'm going to throw my canes <laughs> at you. I have multiple canes just in a bucket over here. Ah, the old cane bucket. Oh, <laughs> little old lady me. What was that thing I used to do? Little old lady. 
Oh, damn I, I don't, I, There was a familiarity when I was doing that, but I can't think of what it was. There's probably something that happened on this podcast. Probably. Little old lady, I don't remember. Little old lady. God damn it. What was it? It's going to come back in my head. Let's just move on. I, and I'll just yell it out eventually. Don't you wish that you could do an auctioneer's voice? Uh, I mean, I feel like if I worked on it, I could have one. So, no. So I you, feel like it's attainable. But I but don't what? think that's what I mean. What do you mean? So what do you mean? I'm saying, do you <laughs> wish that you could do it, essentially? Do you wish? Do I have a desire to do it? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. Do I think I could do it if I wanted to? Yes. Absolutely. It's too fast. If I knew what to say, yeah, I think I could do it. I'm good at, like, diction if I put it to a rhythm. I'm going to break your clavicle. Please don't bring. Oh, I see you're pointing out names of bones on my shirt. Yes, you have a bone shirt on that well, names the bones. As long as you don't break my coccyx, I'm I'm gonna pounce right on that pelvis and break that coccyx. Break my coccyx. I don't like the way that sounds. Well, uh, let's move along to the next song. This is the most recent song on the list. It came out in 2006. Sax. 2000 sucks. Can you buy that? Uh, here is the song that everyone's going to hate the most. Here's Summer Love by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it's bumping up in here, everybody. Listen to those hi-hats, man. They sound so good. I don't hear any hi-hats. Oh, claps. They're always hi-hats, Sam. I'm su- but I wouldn't be surprised if his are real. In fact, now I'm going to pay attention to the hi-hats. If they ever happen. He always works with Timothy Mosley. Who's that, the drummer? No, that's Timbaland, the producer. His name is Timothy Mosley? Okay, I thought you were literally just spouting out the drummer's name from the Tennessee whatever. What is it, kids? Kids? I was going to say boys, but... Tell me how they got that pretty little face (laughs) on the pretty little frame, girl. Is she a Frankenstein? This is 2006, Justin Timberlake. This is young... More, he's. This is his second album after being out of NSYNC. So he was known as like a playboy. So this kind of fits that oh, I image. We gonna, I thought we were going to talk about the cultural appropriation problem. That's your problem. <laughs> that's not my problem. So I think one thing that's interesting about this is this song was never. I can make this kind of music more tolerable for white people because I'm white. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus I don't actually believe Christ. it. I don't actually believe it. So. <laughs> I just feel so deflated. I don't even have any energy anymore. I'm sorry. Anymore. I knew you were going to hate it. Just let me get through it and like it. I'm I, just making fun of it. I know. It's what I, I hated do. King Diamond the whole time. You're allowed to hate it too. So this song was never officially released as a single in the US, but it still made it to number six on the charts. I think that's interesting. It's very weird. I don't know how that even happens. It was released in other countries. Oh. So it got, I, I assume it got radio playing because it was popular in other places. By the way, there's not been a single hi-hat in this whole song so far. <laughs> I know what this is doing to you. And what I, is it doing to me? Just, I know you hate it. I know it's like atrocious for you and painful. You think it's atrocious and painful? It's painful for me thinking about how uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> it has to be for you. But I don't give a shit. It's I love just, Justin Timberlake. It's Chimberlake. just bland to me, honestly. It just does nothing. Does nothing. It doesn't make me miserable. It doesn't make me excited. It just makes the only thing music like this does to me, especially if you like it. It just makes me go. 
Like, I just want to make fun of it just to have fun, and not even to, like, be mean. I just want to... Because I make fun of the shit I listen to, so I just want to have fun with it. Well, and I don't even necessarily think this is one of the... This isn't, like, a top song by him, yeah. but it's a summer song, so... <laughs> it is it had a to, summer song. It had to make it onto the list, and I think if there's a way that I can squeeze Justin Timberlake Ow. or Mariah Carey into these oh, playlists... Do. I will do I mean, it and make all of you miserable. I, I'm very upset, as you pointed out. You've already done a playlist of the word evil... And there is now a Merciful Fate song that I'm obsessed with called Evil, and it's missed out on. Well, grateful am I that I'm the one who puts together the playlist, so... <laughs> well, I made you listen to it last night regardless. <laughs> you did. Um, the one thing that does... The thing that does honestly make me cringy... To use that word. It's fun. With Justin Timberlake. It's the lyrics. No, it's the... It's the attitude. It's the way that I think... I think he would be a fine person to hang out with. But there is definitely a... Um, I don't know how to... The only way I know how to explain it is a little bit of a douchiness. Yeah, where it's like, I think he'd be like... <laughs> and like do these like moves or like... He would just like do a spin move in the middle of the room for no reason just to show he can and just be like, why are you, why are you doing this? Or he'd be the type of guy that brings an acoustic guitar to like a campfire. Not to let other people play and have a good time, but to watch me play. Do you know what I mean? I think he's just got like this <laughs> attitude that I just I think, rubs me wrong, but I guarantee it's just on the outside that if I actually hung out with him, I think I'd be fine. I don't think that that's necessarily the wrong representation of who he was at this time. Like I said, he was known as being kind of like a douchey playboy. Okay. So that was more his image and some people thought that, nah. <laughs> so I get it. And I don't I don't necessarily like that part. I mean, I get it. Like I understand the cringiness of it. It's just that I don't care because I love Justin Timberlake. Well, and part of that cringe comes from me not liking that style of music mm -hmm. growing up. So when there's like attitudes and like little moves that happen that are essential in that type, I just grew up not liking it. So when I see it all the time in this. I'm like, I just... Mm -hmm. Like, there's things about Michael Jackson, the, the exact same things that made me go, ugh. I'd be like, yeah, you're probably insufferable. But you might not be. I don't know. Is it male confidence? <laughs> no, it's... It's not confidence. It's... It's a swagger that I don't enjoy. You know how, like, there's just... Do you feel like it's more put on? Like, do you feel like you don't enjoy it because it doesn't seem genuine? How some people just kind of have it without trying? No. And he seems like he's trying? No, because I think he just naturally does have it. It's just... I don't know how to explain it. And he's just... It's almost like in a joyful... A joyful swagger makes me go, ugh. He just wants to have fun and get his penis touched. Ugh. <laughs> I want you to show up and hate everything. <laughs> well, I want you to be with me, not attractive to anyone, and sitting with me in the mud. So when there's people like that who have that charisma, I go, fuck you, man. <laughs> well, when he was a little boy, his mom has said that he didn't like to get dirty. So, yeah, he was and he was an only child. So I'm sure it's bred out of a lot of jealousy, too, because he's just a pretty boy. And I've never liked pretty boys. He's also just, yeah, he's just totally different from so when who you are. People so. that have that, I go, fuck you, you had everything handed to you because you're pretty. <laughs> I've had to work for everything because I'm hideous. <laughs> it's funny that you think that he hasn't worked his entire life. 
I think he's worked hard, but I think he had advantages handed to him because he looks good. There's people that could have had the exact same talent and had the exa- put to the exact same front door, and the door would have been open for him before it would have been the uglier person. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, that's just how the world works. Yeah, that's just how the world works. It just favors yeah. things that look which more appealing. Can, which is what I can do for a lot of people and be like, fuck you, you're pretty. <laughs> fuck you, you had it easy because you're pretty. <laughs> And and that's where the real Sam just came out. It's like that girl who we went to school with in eighth grade, who I'm, we made up and we're fine now. Uh, I think she even admitted once in a post that she uh, was a bully when she was younger. Mm. But I'll never forget because I I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I asked her when she was with her friends, like, why do you act like you're better than everyone else? And she turned around, looked at me, was because I am. And then all of her friends just like giggled and walked away. Like it was the most stereotypical movie scene situation. And I was just, I mean, I fucking Arthur'd my fist real tight. (laughs) I wanted her dead. (laughs) I wanted to punch that bitch in the back of the, in the back. Like I did DB during Lent Biscuit at the school dance in eighth grade. It was a mosh pit. It worked out. Oh man. Eighth grade. So many emotions, hormones, Kids are difficult and they're dicks. And I just arthured my fist up and walked away with tears in my heart because I am weak. Now, this song that's next, uh, 1964, it's the most covered song on this list. This is not the original, but we are going to listen to my favorite version of this song, which is Summertime by the Zombies. Another kind of haunting version. I'm so glad we can play this song now. I'm going to let him say it first. It's summertime, and living is easy. Thank God, because every time you've said summer during this podcast, it has... I've almost done it twice. I've almost gone, summertime in the living's easy, but I didn't want to give away what song was coming. I love how he's just like, in the living's easy. Like that's very jazzy. I love it. So this was written in 1934 by George Gershwin. Some of the people who have covered this song, not interpolated it, because we've heard this on the Sublime episode with Jimmy. Like, this is a song that's been used many times, but as far as actual... Some of the covers, Sonny and Cher, Billy Strings, Jerry Garcia, Ray Charles, Herbie Hancock featuring Joni Mitchell, Michael Bolton, Paul McCartney, James Brown, etc. <laughs> That's a lot. And the zombies. And the zombies. Which I feel like this is... If you listen to, you know, like old rock, like classic rock radio, which is how I stumbled upon this, you might be more familiar with this, but you said you had never heard this version I've before. I've never heard this version, ever. I feel more familiar with this version. I like this version a lot. I really like jazz. Well, I don't really like jazz, but... And I believe like I Ella like Fitzgerald did it, too. and stuff. Like it's this, been performed so many times. This ride symbol is fucking perfect. And then there's rim clicks. They're fucking perfect. And the guy's voice is haunting... Oh, it's beautiful. He's got another example of that haunting voice that what's his from the other band. They did Time of the Season. Oh, yeah. Zombies are one of those bands that, like, other rock and roll bands later, like, always say we're an influence. They maybe didn't have, like, a ton of hits and become one of the lasting musicians, which I think they still do tour and stuff. I think they are not only an influence musically, but I think they're an influence attitude-wise because I think the Zombies were one of those bands that, like, you may have thought they were clean. 
image. But I think like behind the scenes, they would have like beat the shit out of you if they had to. Well, I just think <laughs> musically they were just tight. Oh and yeah, it was maybe more simplistic. But if it's simple, it has to be good and clean and tight. And I think that they were, they just they had a swagger to them. Oh, for sure. And that, but that whole jazz world. I mean, jazz is like a swagger. It's a, it's a, hey, dun, 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 you know. Yeah, it's got pockets too. We're like real smooth or like real pretentious on some ends. That one fits in like the, we're just grooving, man. The lights are low. Nobody's being a dick to anybody. We're all just kind of like tired. Just sit down and just enjoy. <laughs> it's good stuff. It is. That was actually, I was wrong about the Justin Timberlake song being the most recent. Uh, the next song is actually the most recent song. It is a song that I found on uh, YouTube Music. It is not a well-known band. <laughs> uh, it's just another thing that I, uh, I searched for a certain theme and I found it. Uh, here is We Hate the Summer by Blue Jeans. I can't find anything on the internet about this band other than finding lyrics so they're probably like if you google them you will find band. so much stuff about blue jeans the clothing <laughs> uh so yeah I poor, poor name choice on their uh decision but maybe they thought it would help boost them but it just swallowed them but yeah let's say the top 80 google results are going to be about pants so this came out in 2019 i think it does a good job of of having that kind of modern indie but old sound from the 60s as well yeah a lot of reverb going on i this song grew on me very quickly and i enjoy it because i listen to other music kind of like this so i like this song didn't know it before this but hey the summer summer i like the fantastic i like the lyrics on it it's a little too kitschy for my taste. Yeah, it's not your... You don't listen to music like no, this. I didn't even listen to music like this. Like, this would be my least favorite, like, 60s, 50s type of music, too. Would be this kind of, like, bopper mm-hmm. sound. is not my favorite thing in the world. It definitely sounds more like a modern indie band trying to sound old than sounding old. Oh, but yeah. I think that they, it, they... It's something with that lower quality... Recording oh, equipment, I guess. Maybe I think they did a good job at getting a sound that they were looking for. No, I'm yeah, I'm saying it. They but might have. You're right. They it might matches have used shit. the time. It's not like real but, saturated vocals where they're kind of like distorted almost. I don't think it necessarily sounds like their effects put on. I think it's coming no. from what they're using. I hope so. Some bands do take that route where you know you can do plugins and try and fake it, but some bands like seek out no we want to record on tape we want to use this type of microphone from that was used in the 60s we want to use this brand of tape that was used in the 60s which i mean that's how you get that sound i wish a lot more bands would actually do it with like rock and roll and stuff because like especially metal now is so like processed and bland like i don't hear a lot of raw you rock and roll that anymore. like heavy full sound yes and rock the rock music that you got in the 60s and the 70s and like, there's a full sound now because it's like a full spectrum of like. It's there's a different sound, but it's not like raw. It's loud, but it's not thick. Yeah, but I think it's thick too. It's just not thick in the that way. It's not thick in an analog sort of way. Yes, it doesn't have that thick, thick warm enough. sepia tone. The, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. The it real, is an old antique almost picture. Almost in the room. Almost in the room kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer it. I prefer it. But the stuff I record is all digital, so I'm stuck with that other sound. 
<laughs> All right, so we have one more song, and then we will be finished with this playlist. Gotcha. I think uh, it's time to do it. It's a short song. It's uh, it's definitely a favorite of mine on the list, of course. But I do love this group, a band, whatever you want to call them. Collection. All right, Sly and the Family Stone, hot fun in the summertime. By the way, I haven't been paying attention. Did you say songs? You weren't supposed to. Who cares? You're not even on it. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> so this came out in 1969. I guess this was... This made it to number two on the charts. And I think that it did because it was released right before Woodstock, where they massively increased their fan base after playing there. And that probably helped push the song to number one because this was their single during Woodstock. Oh, that's cool. I love Sly. And I've got to attribute it to you. I've always liked songs by Sly and didn't realize like who it actually was. And then like when we started getting into funk more and more, especially like Parliament and stuff, and you really did like the hard work on finding stuff. I just reaped the benefits, really. Sly became like, oh, that so voice good. is so fucking good. The jams are so fucking good. They're so tight. And then when you do like the research and find that like he was so crazy and so manic and that like the band was just a wreck at all times and like showing up to shows hours and hours late and still trying to play but people being like there's nobody here mm. and shit like that but still just they got away with it because of this because they're like yeah we got the goods sorry we weren't here but do you want it still and they're like yeah that's yeah shitty. we do <laughs> that's shitty trying to use that leverage it's kind of like Lauren Hill <laughs> Lauren Hill famously shows up to shit late and just mm. goes like but you still want to hear me, right? And everybody's like, Ugh. "Yeah, that's just yeah! so grossly <laughs> inconsiderate." I agree. I agree. It's shitty. You, if you schedule an appointment, you make it to that appointment. <laughs> so fuck you. But this, like, even watching old Sly stuff, where he's just sitting at the piano and just like smiling that fucking huge smile with those bright, bright white teeth. Just like radiate sunlight off of them. It's the second time this part has happened, but I love it so much. This part even more. This is one of the warmest, coziest fucking songs <laughs> for me. Oh, it's a fucking fantastic song. And Sly always has that tone. Always has like... I don't think I've ever heard a Sly song from this era that was like... That didn't have this feel. That didn't have this like suck you in... Everything works perfect. The hi-hat sounds fucking gorgeous. You know what's crazy and who definitely didn't recreate this when they covered that song is the fucking Beach Boys. I've had enough of Beach Boys trying to cover old good songs. You need to shut up the Beach Boys and sit the fuck down. Yeah, I agree. I can't imagine the Beach Boys. I don't even want to listen to the Beach Boys Tell John Stamos to fuck off. One thing that I do want to listen to, though, it's going to be very brief, but I guess that... um, Pee Wee Herman once had this little uh, thing on his show where he uh, did this line, the Family Stone musical tribute. What? Mm, yeah. Uh, they did multiple songs, but we're just going to listen to a snippet of Hot Fun in the Summertime. <laughs> Who's Pee Wee? Just this medley. This is the shit. That's just Pee Wee on stage with a couple of his friends doing this whole 
Wow. Well, it's very weird. I suggest uh, if you have any interest, look it up. It's on YouTube. But uh, old Paul Rubens, he did this whole Sly in the Stone musical awesome. tribute, which I is very it. unexpected. But I w- was very uh, happy to find that. Uh, definitely the best cover so far of. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so uh, we're finished with the playlist. We're finished with all the things that we do before we get to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over. Some questions. I got some questions. I'm gonna cut you off because I'm gonna sing this time. You can shut the fuck up. I have some things to ask you, but more importantly, I have some things to ask myself. And I'm gonna answer, I'm gonna answer my own questions I'm gonna answer all my own questions and talk to myself Cause it's time to go over the questions It's time to the go, it's time to go, it's time to do the go, the go, the go, the go, the go, the go Alright Yeah does it though okay so why did i choose to do this i thought it would be fun there's really no reason behind it i need to stop doing playlists i'm an (laughs) asshole um what do i think you thought when i gave it to you god damn it why can't you just give me an album you stupid fat fuck that's not what you thought well i never think you stupid fat fuck that's too bad uh if i about the next time we're in coitus if i'm ever (laughs) if i'm ever like irritated at you the notion in my head is you cunt no it's what is going on (laughs) it's always just like a what has happened it's because usually (laughs) we are being snarky with the other one and then we accuse the other one of being snarky and we're both just reacting to each other and it's just building into this thing and it's like you're the one doing it not uh you're the one doing it that's pretty much our fights is each why did you say it in that tone essentially (laughs) Uh, my initial thought was it's never I don't care about the playlist the playlist actually are fun for me because if it's a band I fucking don't like why would I want a whole album of it I get different things in this so like and none of these songs were like truly truly like really really hard I just don't know if it's just I'm just like immune to things now well the actual playlist was only 10 songs and most of them were songs from the 60s that were maybe three minutes long so it was a pretty short collection of songs my my reaction was cool i'm I'm fine (laughs) okay um uh, uh, how many times did you listen to this i ended up four if we count the first time i listened to it with you that is correct i would say that i do not know how many times i listened to it but my guess is probably somewhere around eight or nine Wow, that's a Cause lot. Because it was easy to just put it on yeah. and just play it's and it go through. Too. Yeah, it's very fast. I did so. all three, like, back to back. I was just like, this is Do easy. This. It gets over. I'm enjoying all the songs. They're not hard to get through. For the most part. I'm out here in the sun putting on a fucking vinyl thing right now. So I was out there like, by myself which is preferred (laughs) all right so sam's least favorite song this is easy as pie it is summer love by justin timberlake (laughs) oh least favorite song least favorite song hands down no questions asked 
Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll give it to that. Damn, girl. <laughs> yeah, so that makes sense that that would be your least favorite song. Do you uh, know what my least favorite song is? Your least favorite song is Summer Breeze makes me feel bad. That is actually correct. Dang, I think it's pretty obvious by it. the way I was expressing it. I don't think it's the... It's not a bad song. It's just not a strong song. Out of, it, uh, I have nothing bad to necessarily say about it. It's just kind of boring. The only reason I got to it is because I looked at all the other songs and I was like, well, it's not that one. It's not that one. It's not that one. This is the only one that had any of just like a, eh, I could do with or without. All right. So you're, this is going to be hard. This one was kind of hard. For the most favorite songs. there's a couple songs. songs in here that made me go like, oh, yeah. I like that one. Uh, going on there? This is really tough because uh, you just referenced Hot Fun in the Summertime like it was a positive Hot thing. I remember you specifically reacting to In the Summertime by Mongo Jerry and Summer in the City by okay. Love and Spoonful. Okay. I would guess that your favorite song is In the Summertime by Mongo Jerry. No, but you were right on with all that thinking process. It was just very hard to get down to the top three or get to the top from those three. It would be in the summertime, summer in the city, and hot fun in the summertime. Younger Sam would have given it to in the summertime, Mungo Jerry. Current Sam is giving it to fucking Sly and the Family Stone. Hot fun in the summertime. That was completely unexpected. That song fucking rules. Sly fucking rules. I love his voice. This song just makes me feel good. All these songs make me feel good, but this song makes me go like, ooh. And like, musically, I think it's the best out of all of them. The singing's the best. There's belts in here that are fucking amazing. Uh, Sly's voice is fucking amazing. I love the... Yeah, those low notes was what Alan Jackson wishes he was doing oh, in yeah. Summertime Blues. Absolutely. And then Sly can turn around and be like, wah! Fantastic. Yeah, he was fantastic. All right, what do you think my favorite song was? This one was hard, but I'm giving it to that one right there as well. Hot Fun in the Summertime. <laughs> this is one of my all-time, probably, like, top ten favorite songs of songs all time. Songs in general? I think this song, co- like, Cozy. I know you don't want to use it because it's from another podcast. It's definitely from another podcast. They didn't create the fucking word. That's the true. word existed before them. I'll give all credit to with Gorley and Rust. Absolutely. This is cozy. It just makes you feel good. It's warm. It's so warm. It feels like just you're being blanketed. This is when my manager recently did that thing, and she wanted us to pick a song that like kind of makes us feel good or puts us in like a calm state. And I jokingly said, "It's raining men" by the Weather Girls. <laughs> this is actually a song that can make you feel better. One hundred percent. It puts me. It makes me feel like a blanket of just. What I like about music is being wrapped around me, but it's too short. This song is not oh, a three-minute yeah. song. It's this was definitely a song that they played live and probably stretched it out by like six minutes. God, I hope so. And just did like little jams or little talks. You know what I mean? It was. It's just so. Oh, it's really good. good. I'm. I did not expect that to be it's your so favorite. So funny because that song is a perfect example. I always bitch about hi hats because songs like that. They are gorgeous, and it makes the fucking song. That's why I can't stand, like, terrible ones, because mm-hmm. it ruins the fucking song. Yeah. Beautiful song. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So, I can't answer... I mean, the question, how old was I when I first started listening to this? How did I originally feel? I put this together. None of those are valid. Would I recommend these songs? Absolutely. I mean, not every song equally, 
but I would recommend most of these songs very highly. All of those songs, someone could look at you and go, would you like to listen to this? And you'd be like, yeah, sure, put it on. And the least one for you would definitely be a... Summer Breeze, but yeah. I'd still just be, be like, like yeah, fine. Jam it. I'm like, do you have a boat that we're getting ready to get on? Because I'd be fine with that. <laughs> it's definitely a boat song. Mm-hmm. I'll sit in a boat listening to Summer Breeze Not like water. a kayak, not a canoe. No. Nothing like that. It's like a boat. No, a motorboat. <laughs> like one that isn't for like fishing. It's just for fucking lounging. titties. Yeah, a fucking boat. I, wanna, I just want to ride on a face rubbing titties. <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't. See, I don't even know how to ask this. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to ask. Would you listen to this again? Because that's kind of weird. Yeah, it is a weird question on this. Because you don't really listen to songs too much. But as far as rating this list, how would you rate this list? In the world of lists, this is a high-rated list. I think this was a very good list, especially for my tastes. Like it just fit. There's a lot of '60s just rock and roll. I can deal with all that stuff, and not just deal with, enjoy all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I would say we're going 10, 10 all over the rock and roll cats yeah. on this. For a playlist, I'd say this is a nine. Ooh, ow. Thanks. Would it be a 10 if it didn't have that Justin Timberlake song or the Summer Breeze? Uh, it could probably be shortened down. Yeah, I think it just could use a little shaving here and there. Shortened down? It was already yeah, <laughs> short. Yeah, yeah, I know. I could use, use about two songs. <laughs> that's that's fair. I agree with that. Um, I don't know that if I need to rate Three. it. I think it was pretty high. Because I think that it was one of the better lists. It's not doesn't have any like kitschy songs that it's, are just supposed to be funny and that are obviously going to be bad. Like it's just songs that I like and songs that yeah. I enjoy listening to. So I'd rate it pretty high too. I'd probably give it. I can't rate my own fucking playlist that I put together. That's weird. Dan, <laughs> I feel weird about that. Michelle, you did a good job. Michelle you gave deserve... it a ten out of ten. No, that's I'd, what I heard. I'd probably also give it a nine. I have to poop. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> describe this playlist, this this collection of summer songs in one word. In one word, let's see, what am I going to give this album in one word? This album to me, sun. I'm going to say hot. There we go. That's what I was thinking, because I was sun. listening to it in the sun, and I was hot, so I thought of the sun. All right, that works. So, we are finished with the playlist. We are finished with questions. Yeah, yeah. Sam, what are we doing next? Oh, Michelle, we are getting into an interesting album. It's a little bit of a different one in a way, which takes all of my interests and puts it into one. Okay. In a comedy form at the same time. Interesting. I'm looking forward to this. This is an album called Punky Brewster, B R U S T E R. Cooked on Phonics. Now, it's actually by a man named Devin Townsend. We'll get into the details when we get to that episode. Okay, because pretty much nothing that you said just made sense to me. I know, right? It'll make sense once you hear this album. It sure will. Well, uh, we're finished. We appreciate all of you as always. Yes, everyone. Thank you for listening. I I hope good things happen to you. I don't know. Yeah, I hope But more so to me. I hope that you don't like... (laughs) fall into a well or anything yeah that would suck that'd be terrible or quicksand yeah is quicksand real yes but not in the way that we were led to believe that it was gotcha so i'm not just gonna nothing's just gonna suck you under the earth the, like the that. more i f- flail around the faster i go into it and i have to just like try and lay on my back and float up to the top yeah there's something kind of it's kind of like that but it's not really like that it's not the way it's been explained gotcha not that you can just be walking with your friends and all of a sudden come upon "Ah, some quicksand (laughs) all right bye everyone bye everyone
didn't work a lick. Sometimes 